You are listening to Salty Believer Unscripted, a conversation on Christian ministry and the Christian life. This is Salty Believer Unscripted. I'm Josiah Walker. I'm Brian Catherman. And hey, so listen, when we very first started this podcast in 2012... When we restarted. No, started. No, no, no. When it first started. Okay. Uh, 2012 Before. or 2011. I think it was 2012 in January. It was. It was... I sat down with Jared Jenkins, and he's been on this show a ton. We both sat down. Sure. We had both recently finished seminary, and we did a podcast on the value of going through seminary, what we learned, what we would do differently. Yeah. We just talked about it. Because we had just graduated, and at the time of the recording, you are 100 words away from graduating. Yeah. What does that mean, first of all? 100 words away from <laughs> – what, what are we talking about? I just I, – I, I, I've took online semin, seminary, and so I've got one kind of discussion board post I need to reply to, and I'm just waiting for some other student who's working ahead who can post something so I can reply. So and I then it's done. done, baby. And then, yeah, Woo. I just wait for the paper. Okay, the so, school? What school? Uh, Gateway. Gateway right. Seminary of the Southern Baptist Convention. That's such a long name. Formerly uh, Golden Gate Baptist yeah. Theological Seminary. Yeah. Well done. And uh, three years in the making. You've been working sure. through this. So yeah. let's, let me, I, I should have gone back and listened or watched. I couldn't bring myself to go back to those days. Oh, I'm going to. No, no, no. The, uh, I will be tuning in after this. first pod. I wish Jared were here. That would have been cool. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> let's think about this here. So I'm going to ask you the questions we sort of talked about uh, when we just were kicking this thing off. What was, do you think, the greatest value of going through seminary? I think learning to think critically, you know, learning how to kind of research information quickly and gather information for, from different sources and kind of compile it together. Um, just learning how to think. And, and, and Putting that together. So, what, yeah. what was your favorite class? That's hard because <laughs> I don't know. Wait, what, you I, have... You have some people we've had on the podcast as your right. professors, right? So, so, you can't, I feel so, like I'm walking into so a landmine here. Dr. Rendell's, if you're listening, yeah. it was so, your class, but Kuykendall, if it was... <laughs> did you have Longman? We had Longman on. Uh, I, I love them all same, yet differently. Um, Wait, no, was Jared Jenkins ever your professor? No. No, you didn't have Jenkins. I had Matt Amati, who may have been on the podcast. Did you have Lucas Counterman? Yes. All right. Who's been on the podcast. Yeah, man. Uh, my most recent <laughs> class was Dr. Rendell's. So you loved all the classes. They were all phenomenal <laughs> in their own unique way. None of those guys listen to this podcast. No, I really liked the theology class, the one I just recently took with Dr. Rendell's. He's um, a good dude, man. Because it just kind of brought it all together, you know, yeah. and, and just shows you how to apply everything you've been learning. That was a two-parter, right? Yeah. Yep. Two eight-week class courses. In um, systematic theology? Yeah. Was it Was it that? Yeah, systematic yeah. theology. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to ask you what your least favorite class was after that whole thing about all the people who've been on the podcast. Um, the entry and exit courses that are <laughs> mandatory. <laughs> the little, yeah. Um, <clears throat> would you do it over again? Not the same classes, no. Um, but I'd go back to seminary and continue and do some I'm more. I'm just saying, uh, like, if, if but, you went back in time, you could talk to yourself in a time Oh, machine. I would definitely do it. In fact, yeah. what would you tell yourself? Hey, you need to be think about this, whatever. I mean, what what would you yeah. say to yourself, what, three years ago when you were getting started? Buckle up. <laughs> uh, when I first started, I was working a vocational job 50 hours a week. And, and here, man. Helping at the church 20 hours a week, <laughs> and I enrolled in seminary. And so I guess I'd say if I had to go back in time, I'd buy my wife flowers before I even enrolled because um, she was very patient with me in that first quarter. But 
just the value of it. I don't think I fully understood the value of seminary going into it as I do coming out of it. Mm-hmm. You really talked about it and talked about how important it would be, but I didn't realize how much it would grow me, how much I would learn, how much it would help me just kind of mature as a Christian, as a leader, as a pastor, as it really has. Is there anything that just shocked you that you were just? I, I remember a conversation that Jared had when we were talking about it, and he said there was a guy in his class. This is the story he told. He said I couldn't believe some of the students that I sat with. Where I go through this whole thing, and I can't remember what class it was. Maybe it was Jim Hamilton or somebody. Somebody lays out this huge argument for the whole semester about the value of biblical theology or end times. I don't even know. And the guy's a scholar leading in the field, wrote multiple commentaries. And one of the students at the very end is just like, man, I don't buy it. <laughs> like, you know, and Jared was talking about it. I remember it was a long time ago, but I remember him just saying, like, just the fact that it felt so humbling and I felt so... It, it felt so blessed to be able to sit with these guys, but then you're sitting. It was shocked because you're sitting next to these arrogant guys right. who didn't see the value of what you were getting. Right. I mean, what, so what would shock you? I don't know if I'm just that was. I remember Jared saying that because I didn't have quite that sort of encounter. I think what shocked me was the class I took on Zoom where one guy didn't wear a shirt during the class. What? <laughs> so I was like, that guy's... He forgot guy's to put like, a shirt on? I mean, we're all on Zoom. We're all in our homes. It was like a weekend intensive, like two-day thing, all night, Friday, all day, Saturday. I think Zoom like, has ruined us. I think us. Like, you, you wouldn't have... still wear... Like, I wouldn't go to campus without a shirt on. No. Like, just like, no. And I've done some lecturing, and I've never had that happen. Like, are you doing push-ups in between lectures? But... Um, <laughs> In addition to that, so there is that, a couple things. One, there is that weird dynamic where you kind of, you're unsure, right? Because you got to share opinions, you got to talk, and you got to write posts that other people critique and read. And I was in a class with like people who I think had less education than I did or hadn't been in, in school as much as I had. And then I had others who had like, were professors at universities that were just like taking That's this as broad well, spectrum. You know, or were retired and had tons of time. And um, so that was kind of. Just that weird dynamic of how we're all in different positions, but we're all learning and all growing. But you did because so when I did stuff online, there wasn't as much Zoom option for my for my masters. Yeah, and then I went to campus for my doctorate, but I didn't have like talking with students on Zoom. Right. So did you feel like there was just a lot of that? Yeah. Was it actually Zoom or is it something else? It's the system thing. Yeah. No Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. My first two or three lectures were on Zoom. I'm talking like three hour lectures with like breakout sessions where they put you with three other students and then you'd have one that didn't want to talk. Right. It was just remind me of high school in the small groups. where. But it's better than like having a fly to California every few weeks. Right. The other thing that shocked me was I took Old Testament with Greg Watson, Dr. Watson. And great dude. Great dude. Did he kill you on Tarabian? Phenomenal class. Did, he get, class. The, did he get you on the Tarabian? He's all right. Because he's like the official Tarabian yeah, guy at no, the school, good. I think. Yeah. Okay, anyway, go ahead. But what was surprising to me is I really thought it would be kind of an overview of the Old Testament. We'd look, kind of look at everything. And we did to a point, but we spent so much time on Genesis 1 and 2. So like four to five weeks, I think, on that. Just learning tools Just learning and method. Just learning that and kind of breaks. And, yeah. And that was surprising to me. I did not expect that, but it was beneficial. Well, it's probably really beneficial because in eight weeks, and you read the whole Old Testament, or you read half the Old Testament, you just you don't want super fast overview right. survey. Yeah. So you're getting the tools. Yeah. Um, which is really good. Really, how do you think? And it's hard to tell. I know you're just graduating. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Uh, what do you think the contribution to your ministry and the church and what you're going to be doing? Has, what, how has that benefited? Your ministry. I know the church has already, through the whole process, has just seen the benefit. But how do you think the greatest so. benefits are going to be, or what do you think that's? How I do you think, think that's really helped? Just a real firm foundation. I mean, it's helped me grow in, in what I believe. Like I was talking in one of my posts that I wrote out today. You know, when I was ordained here at our church, 
I had to kind of write a statement of beliefs. Mm -hmm. But in my theology class, I had to kind of write a beefed up version of what I believe. And I had to speak about some things that I hadn't touched on before. So it really caused me to think through some areas that I hadn't really spent much time thinking what through. What were those areas? End times? Uh, there was end times. <laughs> one of those. Yeah. I knew it. Um, the church. Kind of thinking kind of about elders and deacons and different things like which that. we've done a lot of which that Which, praise God, church. you know, that our podcast kind of went through that because that helped prepare me for that. But, uh, so yeah, so just kind of that foundation and theological framework to go on and continue doing the work that I'm doing here. That's nice. Uh, so what, any books you're going to burn? Uh, my Turabian book. <laughs> How to guys? No. no, but there are some books that I think I'm going to back, go back and read again because you're yeah. reading them on this time crunch. I took a lot of courses that were 16 week courses that got condensed to eight weeks so you could work faster and finish quicker. So that here, let's, I did a lot of that. The nice thing about that is I think you did it the same way maybe I did, where instead of doing two or three or four 16 week classes simultaneously, yeah. right. you're doing like one or two eight, and then as soon as those are done, then you do another one or two eight. Correct. So only you're thinking about them a lot more. Right. And reading a lot more, but instead of reading nine books at the same right. time, you're reading four books and thinking about it. Right. But you're reading stuff. a ton of those books throughout the week. So there was a lot of that. It was like, I want to go back and read this book again at a slower pace, digest I'm it more. I'm still reading through stuff. <laughs> I mean, I read lectures to my students again. Oh, nice. At a slower pace, like yeah. the beginning of the year, maybe around the time I took the sabbatical. Man, it was so much better than just cranking through it, looking for a poster writer, a paper, yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah. oh, wow, this is really, <laughs> it's this funny. is nice. It's funny because five years from now, I'll pull down my theology book, and I'll be skimming through it, and I'll see where I wrote, quote, quote, that's oh, good. You say something about this. <laughs> like, you use it you know, for a paper. <laughs> I, so all my little notes in there have to do with, like, writing a post versus, like, oh, this is great. This is really helpful. So. That's fantastic. Um, what's your plan now as far as? Lifelong learning. Do you, I mean, besides going back and reading some of those, what are you, what are you thinking you're going to do now? Well, I think we should do an episode on that and kind of talk about yep. continuing learning and stuff. All right. I'm but I definitely want to do some reading more and, you know. Did you, I think you, maybe in your exit class you had to do this or one of your classes, you had yeah. to build a list of like. I did. Was it like your reading plan for the next five years? Yeah, just kind of how I was going to keep growing and learning and what I was going to do. I talked about doing some Simeon Trust courses. Those are awesome. We need to get those guys back. Maybe go to a workshop. We're going to a workshop. Oh, sweet. So I'm doing that. Woohoo! And then I put a bunch of books down. I'm mostly on preaching. I really want to grow in my preaching ability and stuff. Good thing we're going to a Simeon Trust workshop. So it's all, see, God's got the whole thing rigged. He's got it worked out. And I'm really excited that you're done because so we work together at the church Mm -hmm. and uh, for those who aren't at our church or whatever. And, uh, I'm really excited to have you on the preaching schedule more, kind of rolling into yeah. that and working in our co-eldership roles because you won't be so bogged down. Sure. Uh, did you feel like you missed a lot of movies and other social events in the world? Where like, Yeah, apparently there was a pandemic. I knew nothing about it. I was just like, <laughs> I had my nose in a book for the last three years. So, <laughs> Well, if anything, I guess a pandemic's a good time to do school because what else are you doing? I, I'm definitely looking forward to catching about some family time, spending some time with my wife and my daughter and just kind of, you know, being... Being more free to go to the movies, go to the park, that kind of thing. That is really awesome. Hey, well, I am. I'm really proud of you, and uh, I'm sure that just your involvement in this has probably come along, even in the podcast, and helped. I know it'll have so, an impact in the, and and you would do it all again. Yeah. So if you're listening, to this, go to seminary. Uh, if you want to go to Gateway, I'll tell you which professors were just awesome. So. <laughs> yeah. Which is all of them. How? Do, <laughs> and how do they? How can they get in touch with you? What's our? What's yeah. our? Yeah, salty believer at gmail.com. There you go. Hey, congratulations. Thank next you. Time. Thanks for listening. Salty Believer Unscripted is a production of saltybeliever.com. Visit the website to find more resources like the podcast you've just listened to.